Hey, wow. Yossi, are you ready for the story? We got a lot of nice feedback. Everybody seems to like the idea that we both do the story. So you like that idea? <laughs> as long as you let me inside your head, I can do it. Okay, very good. Well, we have a very, very interesting story to tell. You know that? And I just want to, uh, before we tell the story, just two quick sayings. Yes, Rabbi Meir Erbs is my son. And yes, there's a new CD that is being released. Or if you saw it already in the stores, yes, that's my son, Rabbi Meir Erbs. New CD called Captured, a beautiful, entertaining uh, CD for children of all ages, I guess. All right, and also one last thing. Oh, yeah, you're going to tell about what you're doing with Rabbi Promwitz? How did you know? Wherever you go, I go. Yes, that's true. Yes, Rabbi Framwitz of Yufa Studios and I, yours truly, Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs, are in the midst of working on our next CD. Mm -hmm. We'll keep you posted as it gets closer to becoming marketed out there in the stores. Meanwhile, we have a beautiful, beautiful story today. Now, uh, somebody recommended that I tell the story with the Kalava Rebbe and the Shepherd Boy. And so that's the story I'm going to tell today. It's, it's, you know, still the month of Nisan. And so, therefore, we will still tell a story that has to do with Pesach or the month of Nisan. It's a very interesting story. And it just so happens that, you know, today being Isru Chag and everybody switching back from, you know, Pesach dishes and uh, turning your kitchen from Pesach to, to, to Chomets back, you know, and everything like that, everything takes time. So I really didn't have much time to look up or think of a story. Then all of a sudden I check my emails and somebody emailed me that I should tell this story. So if I told it last year, I don't remember because maybe I told it a few years ago. I don't know, but I never tell a, uh, the story. You never tell a story the same way twice, right? Okay, so here we go. The Shepherd Boy. This here is a story that happened in the times of the great, great, great tzaddik, uh, Rab Yitzchak Azik Taub, known as the first Kalava Rebbe. Yes, yes, yes. That means he's the one that started the Kalava dynasty. That's true. <coughs> no, you don't have to do that if I do that. <coughs> no, you don't have to do that if I did it. But I did it first. Oh, oh, okay. Maybe you're right. Anyways, so, uh, therefore what? Oh, uh, therefore? <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Uh, oh, yeah, so... Anyways, the first Kalava Rebbe, Rabbi Yitzchak Azik Taub, who lived from the year 1744 to 1821, he was a very, very special person. Did you know that? <laughs> well, obviously, he was a big Sonic, and we're going to tell a story about him, so obviously he was a, a very big Tzaddik and special person, because most Tzaddikim are special people. And even guys like us, you know, you and I, you know, we're, we're also uh, special people. Ah, uh, yeah, right, we're special in our own ways. And in the eyes of Hashem. Don't ever forget that. No, 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 I will never forget that. Okay, so anyway, so, um, um, anyways, um, he was the first Rebbe, the first Hasidish Rebbe in Hungary. <laughs> That's right, you got that right. That is 100% correct. Rabbi Yitzhak Azik Taub was the first, not just the first Kalava Rebbe, but he was the first Hasidish Rebbe that uh, was in Hungary. <laughs> Doesn't mean there weren't Jews in Hungary. Of course there was, you know, there was, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, very from people and uh, big tzaddikim there also. But he was the first Hasidish Rebbe in Hungary. 
Wow. So, uh, what else should we tell about him? <laughs> you tell me. Aren't you telling the story? No, I thought we both are. So I said a part, now you say another part, okay? All right. So anyways, he was a very, very special person even when he was a little kid. Really? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that's right, Rabbi Erbson. Give me that look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, when I feel like speaking, I'll speak. And when you feel like speaking, you'll speak, whatever it is. Yeah, we'll, we'll play off each other, you know. Uh, all right, anyways, the Kalava Rebbe, when he was a little boy chicle, known as little Azakal, he was a Yassam. His mother was still living, but his father died young. And therefore, he was, uh, you know, a Yassam. And he, as a little boy, was going around helping to support his mother and the other children. Really? Like, what could he do? You know, he's just a little kid. You know, what did he do? Lift heavy boxes and things like that and stock it in a shelves in a store or something? No, he didn't do that. But you know what he did? No, he didn't tell me, so how should I know? Well, I'll tell you what he did. What he did was, he was a shepherd boy. Ah, so that's why the name of the story is called The Shepherd Boy? <laughs> Actually, no. No, but he's a shepherd boy. He was a shepherd boy. But this is like a story with the Calvareba and the shepherd boy. Oh. <laughs> okay, I got it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I hope so. Yes, I hope so, too. Anyway, so let me tell you what happened. You see, the Heidegger Calvareba when he was a little boy, he was one time outside with the sheep. Can I do the sheep sound? Go right ahead. <laughs> That's very good. Thank you. I'm practicing. Okay, anyway, so the sheep were out there, and he was out there. Then there was this very big tzaddik whose name was Rableb Soros, right? I really, his, the mother's name was Sara, and because he was Sara's child, it's a whole story, a separate story in itself, but we're not going to tell that story now because we're telling the different story. That's right. You got that right. I think we once told the story how Rableb Soros got his last name to be called Sara's, as in Sara's child, right? So he became known as Rableb Soros. Anyways... You know. <laughs> I know, and you know. Yes, that we both know, and everybody else out there should know. Now, he was a Talmud of the Heiliger, the Heiliger, the Holy Baal Shem Tov. <laughs> You did that pretty good. You got American people in there, Hasidische and Litvaks in there, the way you said that. Yeah, yeah, well, anyways, he was a holy man. That's right. And one day, when Rableb Soros was walking through the territories, and he was walking through fields, and he just happened to come upon the field where guess who was living? I know. He came to the field where Rableb Soros... Uh, no, 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 I guess it was Rableb Soros. He could not come to the field if he was in the field. <laughs> you mean, I mean, uh, Rab Azekal, Rab Azek Taub, right? Rab Yitzhak Azek Taub, when he was a little boy, chicken known as Isaacal, right? Uh, yes, that's correct. And this Sadek came over to him and said, Excuse me, little boy. Come over here. May I speak with you? Yes, you may speak with me. What can I do for you? Oh, you look like a high-legged sadik. Shalom Aleichem. Uh, maybe you need something, and maybe I, I, I'll direct you to where my mommy's house is, and, and then and then you could, um, um, uh, you know, um, you, you, you see, uh, um, then my mommy will give you what to eat or to drink, whatever you need. My mommy's a very nice mommy. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm sure she is.
Now listen to me, little boy. I see something in your face that is so remarkable. Now, when do you finish your work today? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm almost done. <laughs> I will wait. Don't mind me, I'm sitting over here, and I will be learning a little. <coughs> you got a cold, Rebirbs? Oh, I don't know, maybe dusty in the room, I don't know. Anyways, so what happened was is, this uh, child, this little boychical Rebazical, he finished his shift of watching the sheep, and the big shepherd, the owner, came in and said, <laughs> Wonderful job. Here's a couple of copecks. <laughs> groceries. <laughs> a couple of groceries. Pardon me. Money will be heavy. Hungry. Groceries. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll take the sheep back here to the barns. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll be we don't behind the gates. Whatever. Bye bye. See you tomorrow. All right. Bye. I'm not so sure you're going to see him tomorrow. What do you mean? Uh, I need to talk with you and your mommy at the same time. Okay, uh, I guess it's all right. And so what happened was this. He came home to his mommy, and he knocked on the door. And his mommy opened the door. And then suddenly, the mommy looked up and saw up. Shalom Aleichem. My name is Rableib Soros. I've heard of you. Aren't you a Talmud? Uh, one of the few Talmudim that was so close to the Heilige Bar Shem Tov? Well, yes, I am one of the Talmudim, yes. Now listen to me, Mrs. Uh, I just want to tell you, Mrs. Taub, I'm looking at your son, and I see there's a Heilige Neshoma inside him. He is destined to be a tzaddik one day. He is not to be a shepherd. Please, let me take your son and bring him to the Heiliget Tzaddik, Rav Shmelka of Nicholsburg. If I take your son to the Heiliget Tzaddik, Rav Shmelka of Nicholsburg, he will learn with him, and he will bring out that Kedusha that's hiding inside your son. Um, I guess it's a good idea. Um, I know all about you. You're a Heiligat Sadik, and if you say so, and you see this in my son, then by all means, <laughs> what a great schus uh, to be able to be a mother of such a child. <laughs> I thank the Rabbeinu for this. Yes, yes, yes. And sure enough, permission was given. And sure enough, after the permission was given, they traveled to Rav Shmelka of Nicholsburg. And there he learned a lot from Rashmelka Nicholsburg. And eventually he became a Rebbe. But not only did he become a Rebbe, but he also was a very big composer of Nagunim. And not only did he compose Nagunim, but they were just like Nagunim with, you know, like such such like his lavis, his iris, libum, you know what I mean? They woke up the hearts of all the Eden, you know, libum, their hearts. He woke them up, right? Yeah, over your shame mission. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yes, that's right. He had songs that woke up people. He had songs that invoked inspiration and so on and so forth. As a matter of fact, besides being known as the Kalavarepa over the town where he was, uh, he also was known as the sweet singer of Yisroel. Wow, the sweet singer of Kalavarepa. Wow, that's amazing. 
You know, I got a question, Robbie. Yes, what's your question, Yossi? In the middle of a story, I have a question. You're telling the story. Why should you have questions? You should be telling what's going on. Yeah, but, you know, like, it's kind of strange. But I remember one time hearing that this Heiliger Sadik, the Kalva Rebbe, son of his Nagunim, came from Nagunim from, like, uh, Hungarian uh, and, and Polish, uh, you know, uh, folk songs and things like that, mostly from Hungarian folk songs. Uh, you know, and then, then he just added, you know, like, Hebrew words to it, I mean, Jewish words and things like that, sometimes Yiddish, sometimes Hebrew, you know what I mean? I, I mean, how could he do that? <laughs> That's a great question, by the way, Yossi. It's not a silly question. Really? It's a great question? Yes, it is. And I have an answer for you. Because, first of all, the Heiliger Tzaddik was such a great Tzaddik that he was able to feel the Kedusha of a niggin. And he added the proper words to it. And not everybody could just go over to a niggin and go, Hey, ya boom, bachem, ya boom, bachem, oh, that's a great niggin. I'm going to take it. I'm going to make it Jewish. No, 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 we can't do that. You know what I mean? You have to be a big Tzaddik to be able to feel the Kedusha. Now, it is said that the Heilige Tzaddik, Rab Yitzchak Azik Tau, the Kalva Rebbe, what he used to say was, are you ready for this? I'm ready. You tell it to me. I'm ready. Okay, what he used to do was, he used to say that these Nagunim that he took from the Polish, from the Hungarian peasants, they were Nagunim that were lost through the generations. They originally were sung in the times of the Besamigdash. Wow. In the times of the second place, I might go, wow! So what happened? Well, they got lost over time, and sometimes Goyim picked it up. And a tzaddik like Rabbi Yitzhak Azik, he was able to feel the Kedusha. And when he felt the Kedusha coming, do you know what he did? He turned it into Kedusha. But how did he do that? One of the things was that he wanted to make sure once he takes that niggin and turns it into something Kodosh, he didn't want it to be used for something that wasn't Kaddish. So how, what did he do? He took an eraser and erased it out of that guy's head? Well, almost. Almost? He took an eraser? No, 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 not exactly that way. He used to say the biggest proof that these Nagunim once was sung in a base Migdash was that after he paid the uh, Hungarian peasant some money to teach him the Nigin, and after the Kalva Rebbe learned the Nigin, guess what happened? Uh, he was a couple of dollars short. <laughs> Very funny, I see. That's a good joke. But anyways, but that's not the point. The point is, the Hungarian peasant, he forgot the niggin. Really? Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, here, let me tell you what happened one time. Uh, 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 one day, uh, the Calvary Rebbe was walking, and he heard a niggin. The Calvary said, mm, It's a very elegant niggin. I like it very much. I want to learn that niggin. Mm. Excuse me, uh, uh, farmer, may I speak to you? Yeah, sure, sure, no problem. All right, listen, I would like to buy that niggin from you. <laughs> this is supposed to be the holy rabbi. It's supposed to be very smart. I'll buy this nigger from him. Buy him nigger from me. <laughs> I'll teach him nigger. I'll still know nigger. Oh, yeah, he wants to pay me to teach him. Okay, not a problem. Uh, there's one condition. Of course, after I learn the nigger, uh, you're going to forget the nigger. <laughs> if I'm teaching you the nigger, how do you expect me to forget the nigger? Uh, 
You'll manage. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. La, 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 la. And he started teaching the nigan. And then all of a sudden, after he learned it, he said bye-bye to the peasant. He paid him, and, 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 and as the peasant walked away, he started laughing. <laughs> now, let me sing that nigger again. He said, I'm going to forget it. Oh, I taught it to so many times. How can I forget it? Hmm. Oh, how does that nigger start again? Hello. No, no, no. Me, 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 me. You, 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 you. Him, 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 him. No, 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 no. Oh, my goodness. I forgot it. It's amazing. And sure enough, that's what happened. And now that we got a little background on him, let's get to our Shepherd Boy story. Yeah, you mean you didn't even get into it? No, we're getting into it. As the years would go on, and he was the Rav in Kalev, and it was now the early 1800s. Now, it couldn't be the very late 1800s because he was nifted in 1821. So this probably happened anywhere's, uh, I would say, between 1810 and 1821. Okay, somewhere around that time. Anyways, there was a... Um, you know, a person who dealt with selling animals, you know, sheep and cattle and things like that. And uh, main business was like selling sheep. And uh, this person, you know, we're going to give him a name because him, it doesn't say his name. There are some names that are mentioned here, but <clears throat> not this guy. So we're going to call him Shiala. Shiala. Yes, Shiala. Yes, Shiala. Anyways, Shiala. He uh, hired a Goyesha boy one day. I uh, saw this boy wandering around. Hey, hi, Mr. Shire. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. And how are you? Bukachim, Bukachim. I think. <laughs> Mr. Chai, do you have a job for me, maybe? Like some work? Can you pay me? I would like to make some money, you know. There wasn't any schools like Willie invented yet, you know what I mean? I got a little education here and there, but could you, would you, would you? Do you have a job for me? Well, to tell you the truth, I do have something for you. I could give you a job, I mean, yes, of course, I could give you a job, and you could, uh, uh, how should say, watch my sheep, yes, you do a good job, I pay you well, and you know, I tell you something, you watch my sheep very well, I could sit and learn the basic medicine, I come back later on in the afternoon, late afternoon, and pick them back to the stalls over there, you know, behind the fence and everything, or whatever, I like that idea, you know what, I pay you, uh, two gross in an hour, how you like that? This is so nice of you. Sure, I like it very much. Thank you so much. And so, sure enough, he began working for him. And it was working out very well. In the morning, he would say, Hello there. How are you, uh, Ivan? How's everything? Is everything okay, Mr. Shire? I'm here in time. Yes, Ivan, you're very punctual. I like it very much. You feel very good. <laughs> yes, I like it very much. You're very punctual. I like what you're doing. It's very good. Yes, 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 yes. I like it very much. Very good, very good. I go now to the base of medicine. Any problem, you know where to find me. Uh, yeah, okay, I know where to find you. Meanwhile, while this was going on, what ended up happening was... There were some other people 
who started thinking, and they started having schmoozes. So, did you hear what happened? Yeah, sure, I know what happened. Sure, my son, he works for that Jewish guy, Shia. Isn't he great? He's a nice fellow. <laughs> Working for him. <laughs> you must be out of your mind letting your young kid work for that Jewish guy over there. Why? What's the problem? He needs to be a nice fellow. Yeah, nice fellow. <laughs> for now. Don't you know what Jewish people like to do? They like to befriend you so they can get your child. Don't you know by now over the years? Haven't you heard? Yeah, I hear. My ears are pretty good. I clean them every day. I take out all the wax, you know what I mean? <laughs> I wish one day to invent a special vacuum cleaner to clean out ears. <laughs> but anyways, uh, they haven't done that. So, uh, what's your problem? Yeah, what's my problem? I don't got no problem. <laughs> You're going to have a problem when it comes closer to the Jewish Passover. <laughs> why? What do you mean, why? Mark my words. Don't you have any education? What are you talking about? Why don't you spill it out? Tell me what you're talking about and stop beating around the bush. I mean, if there's a problem, you should tell it to me. <laughs> if there's a problem, I should tell it to you. All right, I'll tell it to you. Haven't you learned when you were a little kid? What do Jewish people eat on Passover? Uh, a lot of matzahs, something like that. You know, those flat, round, uh, you know, the flat breads, you know, they call it matzahs. Yeah, so what about it? Yeah. And how is it made? Um, by hand, I guess. <laughs> they grind the wheat. I heard that they watch it from the time that it's cut, you know. They don't let it touch water, you know, because it becomes chummets or something like that, you know what I mean? Anyhow, so, uh... Uh, what are you trying to tell me? What do they do with the dough? Uh, the dough? Oh, you mean the dough that they make from selling it? No, no, not the dough, the money. I mean the dough that they make, the, 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 the matzah. Oh, well, sure, I know what they do. They knead it, knead it, and they keep it moving real fast, you know. And then they take the dough and they roll it out flat, and there's a guy just hurries up and he throws it into the oven. <laughs> And why does he go so fast? Oh, he goes so fast because, you know, uh, I know why, because, you know, like, they don't want to get chummets, you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't want to get chummets. <laughs> you mean like leaven. <laughs> <laughs> you are so naive. What do you mean so naive? I'm a smart fellow. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> Did you ever think why they're doing it so fast? Yeah, because if you wait too long, the heat causes the dog to rise, and, and they don't eat chummets, you know what I mean? <laughs> they don't eat chummets. <laughs> chummets. Oh, oh, you mean <laughs> chummets. What are you spitting at me when you talk? Cut it out. Anyways, uh, what, are, what, are you, what are you driving at? <laughs> the real reason why they hurry to put the dough into the oven is so you... And others like you and me should not see what really is going on. What are you talking about? They roll the dough, they smash it down, and then boom! But you don't see the small bottle. What small bottle are you talking about? The small bottle that the baker hides in his sleeve. What? What kind of bottle are you talking about? 
a bottle that has blood in it. Yeah, gooey. Ugh, what are you talking about? Yes, that's right. That's what I'm talking about. They have it in their sleeve, and as they're rolling, they're right before the guy, you know, who makes the uh, holes in the matzo, you know, and as he's making the holes, he sprinkles a little of that blood in it because the Jews have that tradition, you know. I never heard of something like that because they hide it pretty good. And then they take that and they put it in the oven real fast so it bakes. And therefore you don't see the blood because it's mixed in. Don't you get it? And it works best when they use the blood of a little kid. What are you talking about? You're not going to take my son's blood. You're out of your mind. You know, you're losing your marbles. You know that? My son works with this guy, Shia, and he's so nice to my son. You know that? And you know what else? Not only is he so nice to him, but, but, but he pays him well. And if he does an extra special job so nicely, he gives him even more money. Okay, so don't tell me such crazy, uh, what, do they, what do they call it? Baby mice, yeah. Don't tell me such baby mice like that, you know? I don't want to hear this crazy talk, you know? <laughs> you don't want to hear it. <laughs> Fine, have it your way. When your son suddenly disappears one day, <laughs> don't say I didn't warn you. Don't say you didn't warn me. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, when I get home tonight, I'm going to ask my son. I'm going to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk to my son. And sure enough, that evening, when his son came home, he went over and he went over to him by the dinner table and he started to talk to him. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> you who? Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, <clears throat> you who? It's your turn. Oh, me? You don't expect me to talk to your son. It's your son. Oh, yeah. I, oh, here. Uh, you'll see me? Yeah, you, you, you. Oh, oh, yeah, i got to talk to my son. Oh, Yvonne. Yes, Tati. Dad, <laughs> you don't mind if I call you Tati. I hear the Jewish people calling their fathers that. <laughs> I think it's so nice. Well, whatever. Uh, tell me, is there anything strange about Shia? Strange about him? Oh, no, he's the most nicest person that I ever met. Is he nicer than me? Uh, well, um... Um, Come on, you can tell me I'm your father. Um, well, um, yes. What? He's nicer than me? Uh, yeah, he never shouts, he never screams. He's so nice, and when I do something really good, he praises me, and, and, he, and he gives me extra money. He gives me, like, a bonus. You think that I don't praise you? Um, well, um, not as much as he does. And you think, well, I'm your father. I don't have to pay you. Yeah, I know, but, but, um, um, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, uh, what's the matter? What's the matter? I made a mix-up. What do you mean you made a mix-up? Um, I was the guy that played the boy for the Caliber Rebel when he was a little boy. So? Oh, I see. So where did he go? <laughs> Ivan, what are you doing over there? Sorry, I was eating some ice cream. <laughs> I saw that Yossi put some in the in 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 in, in the Jayrus refrigerator, <laughs> and then I raided the refrigerator. Hope you don't mind, Yossi. 
I, I ate it. And then I gave a couple of groceries to this little boy here to take my place. Is that all right? Uh, no, it's not all right. You know, you have a responsibility. You got a part to do in the story, and you got to do it. All right, I'm sorry. I'm almost finished my ice cream. Oh, it's delicious. And what am I going to do after the show? <laughs> Buy another ice cream. Okay, now where was I up to? Uh, you're up to, um, 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 where, where you're taking over from me. Oh, so did, did my father speak to you yet? Yeah, he did. And then, and then he, well, anyways, it's your turn. Yeah, let me see. Let me get the paper ready. Okay, hey, hey, go ahead, Papa. You go over and I'll continue. All right, so now tell me. Easy, let's go back to it. <laughs> Who's a better Papa, me or... <laughs> You see, don't ask me about Shy. He's a very nice guy, okay? He's the best, okay? That's that. Meanwhile, while he could not convince his son or pull out of his son any bad thing to say about Shia, this other fella, Carl, had other ideas. <laughs> now, my dear son, come over here. Come here. <laughs> hey, Edward, get over here. Yeah, father. What is it? Now, Edward, you listen to me very well. Do you understand? <laughs> now, you're a bit friendly with Ivan, uh, <clears throat> right? Uh, yeah, sure. Why? <laughs> listen, I have me a plan. I want to start a program over here. What do you want to start a program for? Everything is peaceful and quiet. Let's just leave everything alone, Pops. What's the problem? Ah, what's the problem? The Jewish people have more money than us at the present moment. And I think if we make a bilbul, a blood libel, and we get things riled up around here, we can make some trouble, we can beat up Jews, and we can steal from them. What do you say? Well, um, um uh, hey, you'll get a share. Oh, well, you didn't tell me about that part. Okay, so uh, uh, what do I got to do? <laughs> I want you and your friends to get together, and I want you to speak to Ivan, and I want you to convince him that Shia is mean and bad, and he needs to run away before it's too late. Scare him about the holiday. <laughs> Scare him real good, you know what I mean? Well, how are we going to do that? I mean, you know, the kid uh, sees this guy shy every day, and he's a nice fellow. <laughs> There's a thing called whiskey. You give him some schnapps to drink. Get him a little drunk, but he's just a kid. <laughs> All the better. I trust you, yes? <laughs> and don't tell his father. <laughs> He'll add more drama when he doesn't know what happened to his kid. <laughs> Oh, boy, oh, boy, yeah. You're mean, Pops. <laughs> you better believe it. Now, <laughs> Edward, take care of it. Yeah, no problem. I'll do it. And so, sure enough, one day, after Ivan finished his work, Wow, that was so much fun. I finished my work. Everything is great. Wow, this is fantastic. Oh, hi, Eddie. Hey, Georgie. Hey, Mo, what are you all doing over here? What's going on?
Well, uh, <laughs> we wanted to sit down and talk to you. We noticed something that you haven't noticed. <laughs> really? Well, what did you notice that I didn't notice? Uh, that Shia is getting too friendly with you. Right, guys? Ah, oh, that's right. Shia's getting very friendly with you. If I were you, I would watch you. That's right. You know, uh, pretty soon is coming a holiday. Really? What holiday are we coming up to? Did I miss one of our holidays? No. We're talking about one of the Jewish holidays. Oh, I don't keep the Jewish holidays. Ha, 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 Ivan, 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 what is one of the biggest holidays among the Jewish people? Yeah, Passover. That's right. And what do they eat? Uh, Matos and wine. That's right. And what is it made from? Wine is made from grapes. Moth is made from water and flour. <laughs> and the reason why they uh, put it out there? Uh, 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 wait a minute. How come your father is here? Uh, yeah, Papa. You don't trust me to do this? I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Listen, I'm here because I care. You care about what, Papa? Hey, I was afraid you weren't going to do the job, so I came by. But, Papa, I could do it. Yeah? Go ahead. Let me see you try. Okay. Uh, anyways, I'm here to tell you that uh, Shia is going to kill you. Do you know that? <laughs> what are you talking about? Shia doesn't even know how to kill a caterpillar. You could even kill a little tiny cockroach or a little ant. <laughs> he steps around it. He says it's a mice and kiss or whatever they call it. You know what I mean? Well, what are you doing, Edward? How do you answer him? Uh, well, you see, uh, still, nonetheless, he's going to kill you. Why would he want to kill me? Uh, because he wants your blood. Get out of here. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> See what I mean, Edward? Step aside a little bit. Hi there. You know me as... as uh, uh, Edward's father. That's right. And you know me as a nice guy. Uh, well, not sure. <laughs> now listen to me very carefully. <laughs> you see, the only reason why you got hired... Now look around. Were there any other Jewish people hiring any little kids around? Uh, come to think of it, I didn't notice. That's right, because they already have what they want. What are you talking about? By their holiday, don't you get it? They take our blood, especially from kids, and they mix it with their uh, uh, matzah. You understand that? Uh, how could they do that? It would be seen. No, it's not. Do you ever notice in a matzah bakery, they go real fast. They roll the dough, and there's a guy who makes the hole, and right away, boom, they put it into the oven. So you can't see when a guy sprinkles a little bit of blood in it. You understand? <laughs> By the time you see it, the matzah's baked. It's too late. <laughs> it mixes with the taste. <laughs> it makes it taste better. It's some sort of a ritual that Jewish people have. Now, uh, my son is trying to warn you. Uh, right. Uh, my father says that I'm trying to warn you. About what? About you being killed. Yeah, that's right. You're going to get killed, you know? <laughs> don't say we didn't warn you. Oh, oh, my goodness. I don't believe... You know what? Um, 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 uh, Carl, uh, what do we do now? That's not a problem. I, uh, I think you're a little nervous, so let me relax you. Here, have a drink. Oh, but my father doesn't let me drink whiskey. That's all right. Your father's not here, but I am. Here, drink. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not bad for your first taste. Would you like a little? No. All right, take a little more. No. Okay. Now, do you believe us? And of course, he started to get a little bit drunk, and it was easy to start to convince him. Yeah, now all you gotta do is run away from here real fast because the holiday's coming closer and any day now they're gonna want to kill you. And you know what? You don't need him. You can go to uh, the next town. You know, um, there's a town further away. It's a little bigger than here. It's, it's called Nerbeta. You know what I mean? Uh, Nerbata or something like that. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it in Hungarian. Nerbata. But anyways, in that, in that village, you go there. And you know where you're going to probably uh, find something better over there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, sure, that's right. You should go there. That's right. You go there. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah, give me one more drink. <laughs> and just walk that way, and you'll find it, and everybody will love to hire you. Go, go, go. Okay. Uh, go, go, go. And, of course, they hopped him right after he finished work. So this way, when he started out on the way... Even little old <laughs> Shia had no idea that the next day somebody wasn't going to show up for work. And the next day, the rooster crowed. <coughs> and as the rooster crowed, everybody woke up. All the Eden went and washed Nicholas and went to shul. And then when Shia came home, he ate his breakfast and he learned a little bit. And then he went out to the field to take his shepsalah. And he was waiting for Ivan. But Ivan wasn't there. He didn't know he ran away. And neither did his own father. And he did it on purpose. Anyways, what happened was is Ivan didn't show. I was well. He didn't show up over here today. Hmm. It must be that uh, perhaps uh, it could be that maybe, uh, just maybe perchance, uh, uh, maybe he's uh, he's sick or something. Uh, maybe, all right, you know what? Uh, maybe he just got delayed. I'll, I'll see what happens. And sure enough, at the end of the day, he didn't show up. And as the time was moving on and he didn't show up, the father got worried. I don't understand this. My son didn't come home last night. And I see his bed is not made, so he didn't come home after I slept. What's going on here? Let me go over to Shire. And sure enough, he went over to Shire. And he said to Shire, Excuse me, Shire, where is my son? You know, that's a wonderful question. I was going to ask you the same question. He didn't show up to work this morning. Your son is usually very reliable. He's never late. What happened? What do you mean, what happened? He didn't come home last night. What? Didn't come home last night? Now, that can't be. You see, because your son, he was here. <laughs> I know for a fact that your son was here. And I know that he left here. <laughs> and I paid him. <laughs> Maybe Chas got robbed. I don't know. Uh, don't lie to me. Maybe what Carl said is true. Uh, excuse me, what are you talking about? Uh, you killed my son. I didn't kill your son. What are you talking about? Where are you get these crazy ideas from? 
You need his blood, don't you? No, I don't need his blood. Where would you get that idea? Jewish people not allowed to eat or drink blood. It's also, it's, it's, in the it's our Torah tells them not allowed to. Where you get this? Oh, no, not in the bloodline. Well, come on, you don't believe this stuff, do you? Well, I don't know. Well, my son doesn't show up soon enough. You better watch out. And sure enough, they waited for a while, a day or two, and they still couldn't find him. And people were hearing different things on the street. Hey, uh, uh, excuse me. <laughs> um, is there a problem? Yeah. My son. <laughs> he, he, he didn't show up, and I haven't seen him in a couple of days. Hey, hey, didn't I warn you? Didn't I warn you? <laughs> you let him work there. Hey. Don't worry, he'll turn up soon in the Marxist. <laughs> no, it's not true. You can't be. Oh, yeah. Then where is your son? Why don't you ask around? See what other people say. All right. Hey, uh, e, e, Mo, uh, where's my son? How should I know? Uh, your son. Uh, um, he probably uh, was kidnapped by the Jewish people, and they probably killed him to take his blood. Oh, I don't believe this. Hey, hey, uh, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie, hey, come over here. Oh, yeah, sure, what is it? Uh, you hang out with my son sometimes, you know. He, he looks up to you as something special. Uh, did you see my son somewhere? Uh, your son? Uh, no, no, uh, not at all. Why, why? Is he missing or something? What do you mean missing? You don't know we're looking for him? And sure enough, word on the streets were, the rumors were spreading like wildfire. That this Jewish guy, Shia, kidnapped a kid and killed him and took the blood to save for the Matis. And this guy, Shia, was frightened. And he went to see the Kalavareba. And the Kalavareba said to him, Herzirzi, don't worry, listen to me. You have nothing to worry about. This little boy, Ivan, will show up. You will see. He's fine. But, but what should I do in the meanwhile? Don't worry, but talking to Bunishlein, it'll be fine. But as the days went on, the rumors got worse and worse, and people started threatening Jewish people on the streets, threatening if they don't find this boy, they're gonna beat them up and rob them. But of course, this was reaching to the Roish Hakoil, whose name was, I believe, that one. The name was there, Ariankel. Fish. Abi Uncle Fish heardeth. I fire for the organ is not good for my eyes. No, 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 and not good for my ears to hear that. I better run to the rabbi right away. And he ran as fast as he could. And he got to the rabbi's house. Knocked on the door. And he came inside. Rebbe, and let me tell you. And he told over the whole story. And the rabbi said, Uh huh. I see. So they don't want to wait for him to come home. Okay, listen to me. Do me a favor. Take your wagon, driver. Take a wagon. I want you to jump on your wagon. Okay, don't jump too hard. I don't want to break. Anyways, go on your wagon. What I want you to do is as follows. You are to go towards Nerbata. In this, you know, the shtetl of Nerbata. You're going to go over there. And when you're going there, what you're going to do is keep your eyes open. Let your wagon driver drive slowly. You look to the right and left all over. And see if you can find the boy. He's wandering out there. You'll see. Uh, all right, if the rabbi says so. Okay. Come on. 
Eh, eh, Maurice, come, come. Why, coming just a minute. And Maurice went on the wagon, and they started traveling towards Nervita. And along the way to Nervita, sure enough, they found a boy wandering. Yeah, I'm so hungry. I'm so cold. I'm so tired. I don't know where I am. Wait a minute, is the wagon driver coming? Hello, could you stop? Uh, wait a second, stop the wagon, Maurice. Okay. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, that's you, Ivan. Come up on my wagon. Come, Snail, Snail, come up on my wagon. Oh, I'm so happy to see you. Wow, glad you recognize me. I'm so hungry. I'm so cold. Uh, no problem. Here's a blanket. Wrap yourself up a little bit. Stay warm. Uh, you need some food? Here, here. It's kosher, but what can I tell you? It's good stuff. Okay, eat, eat, eat. Drink. Don't eat so fast. You need who knows when. I, I, I got lost and everything. Uh, tell me, why did you run away? Please. Let me see. Let me get the paper that the rabbi asked me to ask all these questions. Uh, yeah, I have the paper. Okay. Yeah, listen. What happened? Well, you know, my friends, they got me a little bit drunk, and they were telling me bad things about Shia, about wanting to kill me and put me in their matches. And them. I crazy stories. We're not allowed to eat and drink blood. What's the matter with these guys? They never learned their lesson. No, no. What happened? And they told me I should run away real fast, and I didn't even have a chance to say nothing to my father because they said they were going to kill me any day now. Ay, 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 ay. And who told you this? Carl and then a bunch of other people. Ah, the Carl, the great Santa Smith. Uh-huh, I see, I see, yeah. And his sons, and uh, ah, you have the list and everything? Would you like to testify in court? Yes. They're not my friends. They try to hurt me just so they can make trouble for you people, but you're so nice to me. Ah, thank you. Good to know. All right, come, come, let's go. And sure enough, he brought him back and returned to the father. And the father looked, what? My son is alive. And of course, Shia said, yeah, what do you think? You think I was going to go and ask for someone hurt your son? Are you crazy? What's the matter with you? How do you think such things like this? We don't drink blood. We don't use blood. What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? Well, I'm so sorry. And sure enough, the trial date came anyways. And the judge went over there and said, Order! Order in the court right now. All right here. Now, there seems to be a little mix-up over here, but there's something strange. There was a possible blood libel going on here. Could have been a catastrophe for the Jewish people here. Oh, dear. They were accused. This person, Shia, was accused of killing this boy who happens to be in front of our eyes right here. So obviously he wasn't killed. A young man, would you like to tell us what happened to you the past few days, or I should say almost a week now? Yes, I'm going to tell you. And sure enough, he stood up there bravely, and he told every single thing that happened, how they got him drunk, and how they tricked him to think that Shia wants to kill him and he had to run away. And this way, Carl was starting this blood libel. And that's what was going on. Yep, 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 yep. And, of course, the judge was very angry, and he said, Merely knew all of this that I hear right now. 
Carl, you'll be sentenced to prison for an undetermined amount of time until my anger disappears, which means it could be years from now. Put him away, take him away. And those children over there, they're old enough to be put in jail for a while. Punish them, command. They must learn their lesson not to make these blood libel stories that don't exist. And sure enough, with Siata the Shmai and the Schuss of the Great Sadik, the Helige, Rabbi Yitzhak Azik Kalava, known as Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac Taub, the first Kalva Rebbe, in his schus, with his tfilos, a blood libel was overturned before chas v'sholom, any real serious damage happened. Wow, I think we did a good job together. I think so. Okay, do we have any time to take a few phone calls? Okay, so we'll take now a couple of phone calls. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name, and what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Are you there? I don't hear you. Hello, hello? Oh, I heard, I heard something. Oh. The phone is making strange noises. <laughs> okay, let's try the next phone call. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Me? Yes, you. Yes, we got somebody. Came in clear. Okay. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? I do not learn that you should never believe stuff from people unless you find out it's true. Thank you. Yeah, hi. That was very good. You said that really beautiful. That's right. You shouldn't believe in things that you don't know until you check it out to see if it's true. That's right. That's India. Very good. Oh, we got another phone call. So I got to go to the other phone call, okay? Bye-bye. Nice talking with you. Bye. Okay, hello. You're on the air. What is your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello? Hello, hello? Okay, we'll go to the next call. Hello. Yeah, I'm awake. I'm awake. Oh, you're awake. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I uh, forgot. I thought it was Pesach yesterday. I must have overslept. <laughs> okay, so we... Uh... I'm awake right now. Okay. Okay, so... Don't... I have one lesson for this week, but don't worry. I'll have another one for the next week around. Okay. Um, The lesson is you shouldn't really do such bad 